Yeah, All right. This is Fanya Beast with Ty. We got Stephanie Milani on here. She's making an appearance with us again. We just love having great conversations. Today, we're going to be having great conversations about some of the uncertainty, carving that positive path through uncertainty. This is the time we're going to learn a lot and add value to you. Uh, Steph is, uh, gave me a long list of notes and things that we need to cover. So we're going to have a blast, as usual, adding value to you. Uh, Stephanie. Tyrone. Tell us some of the things that you have uncertainty about. Well, the flowchart looks really different when you're a parent. My biggest uncertainty obviously comes from beginning with my children. There's a, a wise saying that a parent can only be as happy as their unhappiest child. <laughs> okay. Well, I never heard that one before. Yeah. Never heard that. Where you got that from? I never heard that. Just, just a, uh, it's another lecture. He's a professor in Canada, but he said his neighbor gave him that that line. He said she's very, uh -huh. he said she's very wise because when you have a lot more humans to manage in your household, there's more uncertainty and more chaos because everybody is in their own world, going through their own emotions and feelings. It's a lot easier to manage your state as an individual, and now you're throwing other variables in. And there's a well, lot. I guess we kind of do that in the military, you know, the weakest link. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they... Yep. Yep. There's there's a lot of uh, emotional, a lot of emotional and psychological management for a group versus just an individual. So basically, what I was looking for, the first thing, you know, starting off last year, last spring, and then continuing on to this year, was the chaos with my kids' school and how were we going to get a grip on some of this. And the roller coaster that put everyone on because it automatically was an uncertain and chaotic schedule. And then it kept changing. And then we have school board members that keep resigning and nobody seems to be able to come up with a solution. So we thought, okay, as a family, what we have to do is come up with our own solutions that give us peace and sanity and help us still be productive, positive as individuals and not worry about what the rest of the world out there is doing, which is a big challenge for everyone right now, because a lot of those variables out there in the world are affecting and impacting us. But how can we get control and still carve a positive path in spite of the movie that's playing out there in the world? What can we do fully in control to give ourselves a better experience right now? So I just wanted to share some practical advice for carving a positive path through uncertain times because we have both question marks in the air about a virus, there's question marks in the air about political unrest, but how can we make a positive path, gain some momentum in good feelings again, and get some mojo back in our life, feeling alive, feeling good instead of feeling fearful. So there's a definition in physics of momentum and what that is, and everyone's familiar with it and heard of it before, but an object in motion tends to stay in motion, but an object at rest tends to stay at rest. I would like to add to that, that an object thrown into chaos and fear tends to stay in and gravitate towards more chaos and fear. And I see a lot of people addicted to the news that they're addicted to their daily drip feed of chaos and fear. And it's like feeding their mind with poo poo. They are. Stop it. Unplug. Unplug right now. <laughs> and never forget that the control you have over this and the part you play it's like a magnet and it attracts towards it what it's feeding on and you're the magnet so practice some of these tools that resonate with you I'll go through a, a list but pick at least three that you can implement to start making progress and steering away from the chaos and feeling more peace and power in your own life okay all right. I like that. That was that was a great opening. Now I'm gonna go a little different branch here, but I think I'm still stay on track. Yep. The, so one of the things is that you kind of alluded to is that we should be mindful of our own micro family and economy. I actually did a talk on that years ago mm -hmm. versus trying to worry about the macro. We're, we're trying to control the macro, which is out of our control. Absolutely. 
we should focus more on our micro, which is our family, home front, economy, or government within our family. You bet, because if you think of your own self, your own body container, and mm-hmm. your own household as a battery of energy that you're generating, are you generating productivity and positivity or are you generating the chaos and fear because that has a ripple effect out into the world you start with the individual and the household that that bleeds out into the community and strong positive communities are going to link up and foster more strong positive communities which has a ripple effect into the world so let's just start with the micro because it always affects the macro that's but we right. can get too overwhelmed if we think we have to solve it at the macro level no you start you start with the micro level and remember as, lead, remember, as leaders of our own household, we need those problems because sometimes we forget to be grateful when we got too much happy and party going on. That's right. We don't get really grateful. People don't actually do anything when everything going hunky-dory. No, they don't. They would just lay there forever all blissed out on their bed and want a drip feed of uh, food. We need stress. <laughs> we need yeah. stress. Yeah, we need a little stress. Now, I'm not talking about overwhelming stress. Right. But you need a little stress to get your little butt moving. Well, if you're going to build a muscle, Mm -hmm. it requires a little weight, a little pressure on it. A little pain. Yeah, something to to work against. So we're getting a lot of opportunities right now. And that means we have tremendous opportunities for important growth. Yeah, because as we think about this and as we look at the the dark side versus the force. You know, I'm going to go with my Star Wars analogy. You know, when you go to the force, you don't want to go to the dark Vader side because what happened was with that, he went a little crazy because he was afraid of his uh, lover dying. And that's a lot of times what's happening with this corona. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are afraid that someone's going to die but it's kind of like what the Marines always say. Everybody wants to get to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, really funny. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's kind of, it's true. I mean, Marines say, I was like, man, that just, that's real. You but know, it's we, really easy right now. It's really easy for people to focus on a worst case scenario right now with, Instead of selecting a different box from the potential future outcomes and say, I'm going to select the best positive outcome. And what can I do if I'm a powerful co-creator in this universe? What can I do to select the most positive outcome? What would I have to do? Yeah. What would I have to do personally to to make and help that happen? I like that. And if you love yourself and if you love your family, well, what are you going to do? Keep going back to the micro. You're going to start with the basics. And I, I keep thinking about, well, what, what was my primary concern when I first had a new baby I brought into this world? Okay, I had to make sure the basics were covered before they could thrive. Were they getting enough nutrition and hydration? Because without a whole healthy body and brain, they're not going to be able to have the tools to even begin to tackle the world. So let's, let's go back to the basics. Are you drinking enough water? When you go into fear, do you forget basic self-care and maintenance? We still need that. We still have to put the foundational building box in place. And sometimes it can be really simple. Like, wow, I think my brain isn't hydrated enough, so it's getting a little foggy. So how can I expect to tackle anything in a positive way in the world if I'm not even giving myself the basics I need to tackle it? So go back to basics. Um, A lot of people don't realize, too, the quality of nutrition can impact the quality of your thoughts. And whether you are going to gravitate towards negative and lower vibrations of fear. For example, there is a frequency to foods. It's measured in in megahertz. And that just means the electrical charge a food contains. Well, did you know that your brain needs between 72 and 78? That's the frequency it operates at. But guess what a Big Mac or Kentucky Fried Chicken operates at? Three, three and five well, you're not going to feed your brain on that. You need fresh green vegetables. You mm-hmm. need, you know, are you juicing? Are you making smoothies? Do you have any green smoothies in yeah. your life? Yeah. Uh, in part of your daily routine, what is your daily routine? You break it down to the things you do every day. So every- don't put, don't expect garbage 
in and you're going to get high quality out. It's garbage in, garbage out. I love it. Take care of your nutritional basics and your needs for deep hydration for your tissues. Then take frequent deep breaths because when we get fear messaging through the media, we get really shallow breaths and that automatically forces our central nervous system into panic. Well, if you're going to break that tape loop and not feel bad feelings in your body, you have to slow down, pause, and remind yourself to take deep breaths. Then if you want to add another piece to this puzzle, you have to move your body. If you're, you know, there's a reason why when you're in fight or flight, you also freeze. If you aren't really moving, you're not going to feel positive energy in your body. So you got to get up and move. If you would set a reminder on your phone periodically throughout the day, let's say every hour, every hour you had a little happy piece of music alarm that went off that you set for yourself. That's a pump up music that you really love that you have associated only good, positive feelings and times. I like it. I like it. Yeah. If you get up and do 10 quick jumping packs and, and drink another glass or half a glass of water, you're already doing better for yourself to shift your life in a more positive direction and take control, some measure of control. And that's what we want to do when life feels out of control. We want to take as many measures of control that we're in charge of yeah i like that put your hands on the steering wheel you let go of the steering wheel that's what happens amen uh another thing i like if you can take some time to listen every day Mm. if you have a pump up music playlist Mm. one that again it puts you what's your pump up list playlist oh my god give some examples you got to share some of the examples i want to see what what is Stephanie pumping up on over there? Yeah, I like, uh, this is funny, it's kind of old school, but like Tina Turner, Simply the Best, Ooh. Better Than All the Rest. Oh, yeah. I like that one. That's I want to make one. myself Simply the Best, and then it makes me automatically think Easy of all. Simply the Best. I like yeah. Well, I think love, of that's this, a good one. Think of just this one song. Uh-huh. It makes you think of positive people who are also operating at their best. Oh, yeah. So it's also a reminder. Now you're getting visual images coming through of like, who are the best people? Oh my gosh. If I'm feeling down, maybe I can reach out to one of them today. Get that so, lifeline. Yeah, like yeah, it. yeah. Yep. So songs, songs can it. start. Yep. Songs can start triggering a whole different level of positivity. Remind you of other things, other people you have in your life that you can reach out to who are the Facebook. Best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right no pick so, up your well except for my facebook i do send out some love to y'all so you it's okay because that's true. love only love pick but, up your old-fashioned phone book and phone go. a friend that is in a positive state and you know that they have something that really can help you maybe they have a tool that can help you make a shift and just hearing their voice just hearing the voice mm-hmm. of someone you love you know when people are feeling more disconnected than ever and having that personal conversation not something through a screen, something really personal. Oh, yeah. And that's going to shift your, your heart space. That's totally true. Yep. And then now Brene Brown, she says she has a music compilation that she calls God on the iPod. For her, she has inspiring music, a lot of inspirational stuff. Oh, yeah. And that could, so you could have a range from like the pump up stuff that you'd want to work out with or really inspirational stuff that just makes you feel gratitude for life. And no matter what, if you have some happy music that you give yourself a little bit each day, it automatically makes you want to move your body. And when you're moving your body, Mm. you're getting your blood pumping and oxygen flowing and the life force of chi moving. So that's going to help you feel better. I know you're a big fan of journaling and gratitude. So if you have a... Yeah, little meditation and you have your quiet time every morning. Meditation, prayer, set your mind right to start the day where right. you're the decider. First 20 minutes. You're, yep, you're the decider. You're not picking up your phone right away or turning on the TV to look for the latest drip feed of fear and the news. You are setting the intention. You're taking control of it by setting the thought and the standard that you expect throughout the day through meditation. Gratitude journaling things you're looking forward to Mm -hmm. things you know keep focusing on your dreams don't let those disappear right now prayer and 
even three things, three things I'm grateful for right now, three things that happened yesterday that I'm grateful for, starts training your brain to look for more things to be grateful for. So you pick whatever form works for you, but get your mindset right at the beginning of the day. And then by the end of the day, maybe even set a goal. So if your goal is this week, I'm going to make sure I'm drinking a certain amount of water every day and that I'm making better choices about the voltage level of the foods I put in my body. Even that, if you set a goal on Sunday and you're going to add more of that by Friday, then check in with yourself periodically. Because the only way you know you're making progress and adding more positive things to your life is if you're assessing it periodically. So check in. Now, when you look back Friday, maybe you have a little note you're taking in a journal and you're saying, today I had, I drank more water than usual. Today, I made better food choices than usual. Then you can look back on Friday and go, you know what? I already took more positive action this week than I've taken in all the weeks or months prior. So now I'm getting momentum. Now I'm actually putting my train on a better track where it can start picking up speed. And momentum builds upon itself. Because remember, that object, once it's in motion, it stays in motion and it has a chance of even increasing its motion. So add, add little bits. If you journaled even one thing every day by the end of a week that you were grateful for you shifted your mind from fear into positive state of gratitude whatever it is you pick your thing are you going to journal one piece of gratitude every day are you going to drink more water are you going to make better decisions about the nutrition you put in your body are you are you going to take are you slowing down to take deep deep breaths Did you remember to jump up and do 10 quick jumping jacks or put on one happy song that makes you happier than anything when you think of it? Did you put on that song and just have a dance party in your kitchen or around your living room by yourself? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I do it. People don't realize that that I I do that for Toastmasters. Sometimes I put on a party song. Well, Tyrone, now I have to know what one of your favorite party songs is. Oh, uh, I like some Mary J. Blige. You know, just want to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You know, I get some Kirk Franklin looking for you. I get a little gospel up in there. I have, I like that. I have I my like own that. church party looking for you. Yes. I said, Woo, that just get me all geeked up. That's why I do sometimes before I have to do a podcast. I try to do something to put something good in my mind. See, I yeah. believe it starts with feeding your mind. I it's good that the nutrition and putting in your mouth. But see, the first hour, I don't eat anything. My first hour is just drinking water, but yep. then I feed my mind mm-hmm. something good. So I have, to, yep. I have to pray that first 20 minutes, and then I have to put something good because then I pray for all y'all. You, you know, do the like soul I pray food. For, I have a list of y'all in the war room. Aww. I call it the war room because I know y'all <laughs> in battle. Yep. I pray for Stephanie. I pray for I, I got a whole list of people I pray for. I Thank pray for you. all of them because what it is is I'm sending you that I'm sending you that superpower. Yep. See, that's that superpower. He's saying send them that superpower. Then I pray for my wife, my family, my brother. Double dosing for my brother. <laughs> double dosing. I got a double dosing. That's a double dose. Now I know I'm crazy, but he he's to the tenth level. Hey, I feel it. And that's important. And I know, I know when you're, you're thinking about me and you're praying for me and, and I love that you're giving yourself that soul food and, Uh and the reminder gospel, you know, a lot of those different kinds of music, that's what makes people feel alive. You pick what makes you feel alive and lifts you up. So that's in the morning. Just shake your tail feather. Just shake your tail feather. That's right. <laughs> I do. I be in there. The people are like, I said, exercise. No, I'm dancing. Yep. When I used to be skinny, when I used to party at the two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to party. I'd be all sweaty, you know, because you'd have been dancing all night. Me and Amy was talking about that. I said, no, <laughs> I'm telling you, dancing is fun. And then you don't get tired. You don't get, well, I don't want to do jumping jacks. I want to give them something different. I love you want to dance. You want to dance. Just dance. Yep. You know, we forget. And and a lot of times, a lot of times, and it's only because we've been 
in fear or in frozen or at rest for too long we forget about we forget about the ways we moved our body when we were younger that made us feel alive so that could be that could be another just brainstorm journaling exercise Mm -hmm. like when i felt great when i was younger i went dancing okay Mm -hmm. you can still dance you don't have to go to a club you can dance in your living room you could get up when your feet hit the floor when you get out of bed and you can just you know shimmy your body oh, yeah. move in place do a little you know some people just we used to watch they remember, yeah some people were athletes well get get out of bed and do a little run in place and just right. jump up and down jump That's up and do. down and yeah high five your own self high five the wall but start getting excited about life and again. say something good over people there we go stephanie you're amazing you might have <laughs> didn't tell herself that but i'm gonna tell her that <laughs> Thank you, I Tyrone. believe in the I am's. I believe in the I am. Yeah. That mirror talk. What you're saying to yourself in the morning. I believe in feeding that good pills. I am. You got to do five of them in the morning. Yeah. And, and not everybody thinks to do it. So when nope. you are in a, a mode where you're brainstorming some of your power words and power statements, mm-hmm. I, I printed one out and I stuck it to my mirror. So if I, I love it, I love yeah, it. If I'm in a, a tired state or I didn't have a good night of sleep and I'm not on my A game right away and I'm not remembering that, I see it every day. And then the seeing of that every day triggers my brain to remember, oh yeah, I got to carry this momentum throughout my day now. I have to do reminders, more reminders everywhere. So anyone who's having trouble with that at first, put a reminder, stick it to your laptop, stick it to your refrigerator, stick it on your bathroom mirror, Stick frequent reminders mm-hmm. about the new language you're training your brain, all the positive things. I'm a powerful creator. I have control of my day. I have more control of my day than I think. Now, why is it you think, you know, I'm going to inject here real quick. Why is it that you think that you're not sleeping well? Because I ain't had one of those in a long time. So mm-hmm. I just want to uh, address that real quick. Why is it that you think it helped our audience here when you don't have, when you're having trouble sleeping? Well, I'll tell you what, I, I had trouble sleeping a long time with just all the uncertainty of the world starting last spring. And then I was in a that really- That was your heart? It was t- touching your heart? Yeah. Really worried about people that I loved watching mm-hmm. watching them going downhill, wondering if I was going to go downhill or get control of my, my brain and my schedule and my day to the best degree that I could, even when it was thrown off whack and off track. And mm-hmm. to see, could I maintain that and still be a positive force for my children? So they didn't see, you know, an adult leader in their household circling the drain, but rather saying, oh, my gosh, we have an opportunity to reinvent our schedule now. What do you guys want to see more of? Do you want to see more family time? Do you want to see more game nights? Do you want to see more? Do you have movies and shows that you really love that we can watch together? You know, we made a family list. All right, let's let's every person get to pick something on the family list. And then we all watch that together so that we have something that's uh, in common that we're talking about together that we all like and makes us feel good. Bonded by a lot more games, um, checking on the elderly in our community. And, and uh, if they're not in fear to, to make sure we, we um, pay them a visit and, and spend some time with them and invite them in our home and, and make people feel less lonely. See, one of the things that became really clear early on for me was that I needed to get in touch with whatever my three graces were. Three graces are... Greek mythology, but they're, they're positive things that we all need to have in our life to give it meaning. And so I defined my own three graces. I knew I needed to feel love and connection. I knew I needed to see something beautiful. So in the spring, when the weirdness was first happening, I was doing a lot of gardening. I knew I had to be involved in creating beauty so that my mind could have some peace and something lovely to look at and focus on. And then I knew that the charity part, like reaching out to the elderly, making sure that um, people I knew in the community that were food insecure had had food if I was able to contribute to drives for that. So I needed to have love, charity and beauty. And I kept focusing on those three words as my personal mantra that if I did something each week that involved love, charity and beauty, I was already charity and beauty. Yeah, I love I was already creating a better micro environment for everyone in my household. Now, recently, because, you know, our challenges change, some stay the same like this whole past year, but 
add a new challenge. One of the persons, uh, the elderly that I, a uh, woman that I love dearly was one of my best, dearest friends. She passed away and it wasn't the coronavirus. It was something else. She had a history of heart issues and it was just her time, but it became a challenge for me when she was one of my positive bright lights of connection this whole past year she passed away this past week so that's whenever someone I love passes I have trouble sleeping <laughs> I'm just Aww. thinking about them a lot and uh thinking about how I I'm gonna miss them and because I can't pick up the phone anymore and get them on the other end you know so if you're in that kind of a situation start making a list right now of all the other people that you couldn't imagine talking to and not being able to hear from again and start calling them and get in touch more frequently. I like it. Yeah. So just like take everything as a lesson that, well, what am I going to miss about this beautiful friend who's no longer with me? Well, I have a lot of beautiful friends that I, I know I'll miss someday when it's their turn to go. So maybe I keep in more frequent touch with them, turn it into a positive action. You can take to fill that hole. One, um, now, Tyrone, you know, but your listeners might not know, I lost a child. And one of the things that really helped me through that, I was reading an interview with a mother who lost a, a child in the Columbine school shooting. And she said, you know, there's always a hole left in your heart by the space that that person's absence, it will just leave. But the only way I know how to deal with that is to put more love around the hole like a hug. So find the love. You still have a list of people who are alive and well and love hard on them now because we're all going to get our one-way ticket sooner or later. That's right. So love hard now. And you said that. You emphasized that earlier when we started out talking. You said absolutely love, 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 love. Love's always the right answer. I bet your three graces are love, love, and more love. <laughs> right. I keep it simple. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe I don't believe it's that complex because because sometimes people get overwhelmed with too much information. Information and knowledge is not power, is actually applied action. Action is power. Yeah. See so we can take this podcast, you can listen to it all day, every day, but until you take that first step into your journey. Now you're going to have that peace in your soul. Yep. You're going to get more of that peace in your soul. And as you get that peace in your soul, you're going to be like, oh, wow. I'm moving. Yeah. It's kind of like a, if you look at the clock, I always like, I have a little clock next to me and it's ticking. And as long as that clock is moving and I can hear it, I should be moving. Because what it is, is it, time is constantly moving. That means you got to constantly move. You got to become time. Time is our most precious currency. When you spend time, how did you spend your time? Did you spend your time in pity party? Or did you spend your time in love? Which, which one did you do? Did you have a love party versus the pity party? So if time is moving... I hear that little clock ticking. It's yeah. <laughs> and, and, and soon I, I'm like, I should be moving. <laughs> Why am I sitting here? And I know you. You're going to fill that that time. You know idle time for you. You have your quiet time in the morning. That's your time for you. And after that, you're serving others all day. You're checking mm -hmm. in. You're making sure people are okay. You're sending them those positive notes. Because even if people don't acknowledge it, that eventually is going to make an impression in their subconscious. Just seeing positive repetition of good feelings and the good wishes you're wishing on them. And that just reminds me of one more thing I wanted to say about setting up your environment. A lot of people haven't set up their environment for anything positive. There you go. They, they're relying on other people to do it for them. So they, they look forward to all the positivity you're sending out in the world. They're looking for those people who are sending it because they don't know how to generate it themselves. But my suggestion for people to get started generating it for themselves is to look around your own personal home space and environment and look, assess, have you set yourself up for success? Have you included objects that speak to each of your five senses that automatically lift you up? Do you have a drink that you love to start your day? I love a smoothie or a coconut water 
or a switchel it's called it's um Mm -hmm. it's like an apple cider vinegar with a ginger and a honey Mm -hmm. that's a cleanser it's a cleanser exactly lemon water whatever it is that that uh covers your taste receptors okay how about a visual do you have an inspiring picture you wake up to every day because if you don't have an inspiring vision how can you start working towards a compelling future make sure yeah make sure you're not just looking at something that feels like clutter every day because then you're going to wake up automatically feeling a cluttered overwhelmed mind and you're going to feel it will demoralize you right out of bed feeling like you aren't going to make any progress because you're just surrounded by garbage clear your space where you wake up especially that the first thing you look at is some kind of positive image you have your positive image you have your positive hydrating drink and then you move on to hey do you do you light incense or a candle or essential oils in a diffuser for the right fragrance do something that delights your senses so that you still feel and are in touch with the pleasure of being alive I love it. So what else are you doing? What are you doing to get the any of the good feelings, the good the good textures, the good things that you touch, see, smell, hear? Just think about that. Make a list. This could be an exercise. A, a little one page of paper. Write down each of the five senses and something that you associate as the most positive, comforting thing for each of those. And make sure they're in your in- immediate environment somewhere, somehow. Or make sure you have a little corner of your home or room that you can retreat to that have all of those comforting things your positive vision board your positive anything (laughs) that's right and just breathe and and take that all in those visuals those tastes those textures a favorite nourishing food and just enjoy the pleasure of all of those basic things again we're going back to those basic microcosm little activities and seeds that you plant that remind you okay i'm safe in the world there there are good things in the world i Mm -hmm. i am the battery i'm in charge of generating the power in my life as an individual and it impacts my household and the people i'm managing the other energies i'm managing with in my household especially if you're a parent and you have children you could have them do the same exercise what are your five favorite things what's your favorite happy picture what's your favorite yummy drink and we all get to start our way our day in our own special way that has meaning for us wow now i love that because it just goes back to that old saying that we are not all in the same boat right but we're in the same storm Mm -hmm. and with the corona you know, because we already had the Rona mind. We, I talked about that before. We already had Ronas going on even before the the Corona. Yep. <laughs> because we were being mean to ourselves and saying ugly things. Well, we all have mind viruses, don't we? Mm-hmm. That's the Rona. Yep. That's why I call the Rona. The Rona of the mind. Yeah. The Rona of the mind. And now it's become the Corona. We've always See, had. This Corona, all of us, lip, we... we See, we're we have the storm going on, but some people is the way we handle it. Yep. And that's what you're talking about. And I'm trying to explain that to them, break it down there, because sometimes they might not get it. Yep. They don't realize the storm is going on. It's just the way you see it. See, I see the storm as being beautiful. Because they know with me, I like the storms because I didn't get no whippings from my mama. <laughs> so I, I thought it was beautiful I said this is just gorgeous this is a beautiful thing uh, I said the storm has saved me from a butt whipping <laughs> so I, I'm actually good to go over here so sometimes you're like that makes me come alive <laughs> that's right I said sometimes you need a storm to clear out all the poo poo you gotta clear it cleanse it you got to cleanse know, it some. I think that's a really important reminder because you can look at all the storms or challenges coming up as mm. opportunities for you to take new inventory of your life and what has to go, what has to be deleted, what is cluttering your path to feeling good in your body and in your own home for starters. It's like 
well let's clear the clutter let's clear the negativity let's let's clear the frequent visits to social media let's clear some of that stuff that's keeping us lower yeah so it's like a detox you're gonna you're gonna detox the things that are interfering with your ability to feel good and then you're gonna add more of the things that do make you feel good so when anybody undergoes a cleanse or detox they're trying to cut out the sugar and the junk food and the stuff that make them feel crappier but then they're going to add the good positive nutrition and support that makes them feel better so it's always a two-step dance you're editing the stuff that doesn't work you're deleting some of that minimizing that and then you're adding more of what you know does work so i like that you are fashioning your own boat to ride through the storm and if you think about that yacht over here yeah i got a yacht i got a yacht some people just got little yeah Hey, even if you have a little canoe, it it forces you to edit even further. If you think, you go. I got a little boat. What do I need here to sustain mm-hmm. myself in this boat? Well, I'm going to need my favorite drink. I'm going to need my favorite food. I'm going to need my favorite positive person or little group of people with me. I'm going to need to check in with them more frequently. I'm going to need some positive reading material. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need some reminders to keep my focus set in the direction I'm trying to go. Why would I sabotage myself by keep checking oh, yeah. in with the negative map and the place mm. I don't want to go? Wash and love. Yeah, I don't want to go find all the negative, Wash and love. negative Nellies. <laughs> Wash that love. I mean, you got to bathe yourself with love. I tell people, you got to bathe yourself with love <laughs> for each other. Bathe yourself, and then you can share it with everybody. Yeah, and you can. I like that you said that, too, because I was just looking at notes on my checklist here mm-hmm. to remind yourself if you're feeling a little off, take a bath, take yeah. an Epsom salt bath, add your essential oils, but bathe yourself in positive, warm, comforting mm-hmm. feelings. And then remember, as you're splashing yourself, saying, I'm splashing myself with love. I'm splashing mm-hmm. myself with gratitude. I- <laughs> Every morning, I'm flashing. Yeah, <laughs> like y'all ain't gonna get me with them. Y'all ain't gonna get me with them cookies. Yeah, <laughs> cookies are my weakness. Yeah. it's like kryptonite for me. That's why you I always give cookies, cookies away. You're like, get these away from me. That's what I say. I, I like no. I, I I see them. I see them Costco cookies, and I said no, no way, Jose. That's right. I tell people, I said no, because see, what you have to do is prepare yourself and get you build your yacht. It's okay if you start off with a canoe because some of y'all are beginners at this. But if you don't been on this journey as long as I have, you sometimes build a yacht so I can have a whole crew come on there of people. I have a whole crew, you know, my Toastmasters group, some of my other groups from the, the mastermind group. That's why I said I got a yacht. It's not that I'm saying I'm expensive. I'm saying that once you've done this for a while, your boat get bigger because you're bringing more people on with you. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Huh? You know, we just really, we forget about the basics. We forget about mm-hmm. the basics, the quality of the people you're hanging around. You know, they always say you're the, you're the average of the five people you're hanging around the most oh, yeah. or talk to the most or anything like that. Right. Well, it, yeah, it could be the first place you look to start making some changes and, Hey, am I talking to people more who are dwelling on all the all the negative and all the fear? Whoa. Well, no wonder I feel negative and fear all the time. I better start calling some other people who can get me out of that tape loop if I don't know how to pull out of it myself. I know someone that I always think of as positive or loving or comforting. Maybe I start reaching out to them for a change. Maybe I say, nope, I'm going to resist temptation to go into those lower vibrations today. I'm going to reach for a higher one. I'm going to ask that person, hey, what do you do? Can you give me some ideas and some tips for what do you do to stay so positive and, and stay so healthy and stay on track with your goals, even during a time like this? Because if you can stay on track with your goals during the winter of life, you're really going to crush it when spring returns because you've maintained something positive all along. But you don't want to be unprepared for that. Now spring returns and now you don't know how to join into the, the beauty of life again because you got yourself into such a rut of giving up hope. And that's the last thing we want to be able to do. You know, you want to have your tools in place that you know how to navigate no matter what's happening, including, you know, like I said, life's still going to happen. An an unexpected um, death took place of a dear friend for me this week. And still my family said, wow, I can tell you've been practicing 
really good things because you're not as devastated as we expected you to be. You're still staying on track with love and joy and gratitude that this person was even in your life at all. It was a big shift for me because I used to get in your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Get deep in your heart. And that's where you can connect with people who've crossed over too. only going deep in your heart, deep in your heart. Because we're all spirits. This is just a physical, we're in a physical being that our spirits are inside of. Yep. Remember that people forget that our soul is the the essence of our bodies, you know, and you they can still be inside you, you know, them different little pieces. So that's how we feel that whole sometimes because you feel it with them pieces of their spirit and say, "Oh, they so funny." <laughs> that's how that, that's how I remember my dad. Yeah. I said, "Oh, he's so crazy." Yeah. <laughs> stories about my pops and my mama i'm gonna connect with yeah. him by doing some crazy today yeah, yeah i had another friend who said to me once when i was um sad over grieving the loss of another friend about a year ago she said you know what you can do you can close your eyes and ask that soul hey can you leave me some of that magic glitter of goodness that you sprinkled so freely around the world that made people feel so good can you sprinkle okay. a little bit of that on me right now Ooh. and then maybe i can be you know, absorb a little of that and then I can become, mm. I can pick up the baton that got dropped now and pick up where you left off and maybe I can be a person who sprinkles some of that yummy positivity okay. that makes people feel so good. So I loved the idea. I think of it now whenever I lose someone, I think I'm going to talk to that spirit and say, hey, can you leave a little parting gift for me? Some of your awesomeness, some of your love, some of your joy, Ooh, some of your easy, easy kindness and acts of service in the community. Now I'm going to pick up my hands while I'm still here and I'm going to use them to keep doing that kind of work. There you go. There you go. See, there's a legacy. That's what you call legacy planning. And that's what we're supposed to be doing. Do we have a plan for our life? A lot of times what we do is we sat around with anger long enough and then what it does is tell you oh I was grief that was the anger that was inside you that was grief and as we go with that grief we bear it we bear it and bear it instead of say let's remember the happy moments Mm -hmm. with that person Mm -hmm. how did I feel when that person was around me did it make me feel warm inside remember that that's why I want people to have a party, like I was telling you yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I want people to have a party. At, I'm serious. You better wear happy colors. You they're better. You play better wear happy, happy music. colors. Yeah. Like I'm wearing a pink <laughs> shirt today. No, you better wear some uplifting colors. We gonna have a Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big party going on, and I'm having invite list of the people that usually I talk to. I'm serious. Because I don't want you to come talking to me while I'm dead because I might haunt you. <laughs> I might do a little haunting. <laughs> I might as well have fun. I speak, I'm dead. I might as well have some fun. Come on and tap you on the shoulder yeah. and be like, hey, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Yeah. Suddenly you feel like, like, you know, <laughs> doing some worship praise music and taking uh, accounts of everything you're grateful for. That might be a little Tyrone sprinkling some of that magic That's right. I might be sprinkling something <laughs> in there. You'd be wondering why, but why he changed, why the music changed. Yeah. I'd be like, well, I want to, you know, come get you out of that undercover pity party. <laughs> and mind, you got feet, you got eyeballs. If you don't have eyeballs, something to be grateful for. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, you can move, look at you. Yeah, you're just you're going back to like, the basics mm, again. Go back to the basics. Just just look yourself in the mirror and say, whoo, I'm some hot stuff. <laughs> I'm just some hot stuff. I know Stephanie had problems with this one. This is a tough one, especially for women. I don't know why they just don't say it. I'm just some hot stuff up in here. Just say, I'm hot. You. Yeah, I, you're right. That is not a common one for women at all. Oh yeah, they tough. <laughs> I be sitting out there, they be like, "You crazy?" I said, "Well, why not?" Well, shoot, I can't. T- well, <laughs> I gotta love myself before I love you. The little I kids gotta- are great at that, and if I don't know, oh, yeah, kids are just innocent. I love those. There are some kids. funny videos if you do go on. Online. I watch them. Yeah, little kids doing positive talks that's, that's in the mirror. That's part of my daily thing. I watch little funny kid videos. Yeah. <laughs> watch that's them doing positive self-talk in the mirror and learn from them. 
my daughter still does that and I go wow especially yeah. as a woman don't lose that don't lose the yeah. ability to look at yourself in the mirror and go I love myself today I look so beautiful I, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to take this loveliness out into the world oh, yeah she goodness. still does her awesomeness that's powerful in the mirror that's and powerful. i'm like you know what i gotta learn from her <laughs> we, we learn sometimes from the mouth of babes yep. see that's in the bible people don't realize you learn a lot of good stuff for little kids because see they don't they don't get corrupted see we've been corrupted with the rona see little kids don't even have the rona yet we give them the rona based on our fears Amen. Because we don't went through stuff. It's kind of like Yoda told uh, Dark Vader before he became, you know, Anakin before he came Dark Vader. You got to unlearn what you learned. Yeah. You got the blank sheet of paper. Empty. You got to go back. Empty your cup. Empty the cup of the bad things so you can fill it, it with get, the good get things. All that. <laughs> wash it. Wash it. Just wash it. But all the love you got in your heart, say. I, even if it's your daughter that makes you laugh, I'm gonna go with her. I'm gonna go yep. with her. She, she and her telling herself some good things, and I didn't tell myself not one good thing this morning. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I tell people what it is is we got to tell ourselves something good. I said if you can't do five, now I do ten or fifteen because I have to give y'all some of mine. I have to do 20 sometimes because I know I'm going in the heat. I'm going in the heat to fire. So I know it's going to be a lot of darkness. So I have to be the light. So I got to do 20. Because, you know, sometimes you're in the pity party. And I get it. I love you anyway. Cause I'm going to put it on you. I'm going to put some wash you in love. You are amazing. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. You are loving. You, you got. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm just gonna tell you because you, because you, you ain't tell yourself that good stuff yet. I didn't. I did not start my day telling myself mm -hmm. all the good stuff. I got all these other tips and some of the other things on the checklist I've done, mm -hmm. but I have not done that one yet. I felt it. Yep. I felt it. I feel in people's spirit. I know they ain't telling themselves yeah. something good. I got. To tell them. <laughs> I got to tell them. I said, don't worry, because what happens is we tear out our soul, a piece of our soul. We create that hole. We create it. We don't fill it up. See, we can fill it up. Woo! I watch little kids. Little kids are just real. They're the most realest people on the earth. They just raw. They ain't got all this craziness. You know, well, we, we failed at that last time. Little kids, it's like a two-year-old. You got to go back to two-year-old or one-year-old trying to walk. So, Tyrone... How did you start making that a practice that you didn't have to think twice about anymore? That just became when my sister died. When your sister, when my died. sister died, okay. Man, I was like scared. I was scared because I was partying like I don't know what, like 1999 up in there. It probably was 1999. But anyway, I, uh, uh, she died 21 years ago, and I was like, Lord have mercy. I said, I'm out here clubbing and drinking. I'm having me a good time. And I was 30 years old. I was like, I said, Lord, I ain't going to make it to 41 because she was 41 and I was 31. And I said, I, I'm scared. I said, Lord, okay. <laughs> you got scared Let's straight. Just be honest. You got scared straight. <laughs> I, that's right. I said, I got scared. That's why I tell people, you got to sometimes get scared so bad that you know how you have the scary pee, you know, the little dribble, you know, you get yeah. so much. You know, you're dribbling your britches a little bit, just a little bit. You know, you're so nervous. You're like, oh, my God. But I was so nervous because she was going to church and she didn't drink and she got cancer. And I said, Lord, I, I'm not going to tell you a lie, Lord, because I'm going to a party tonight, you know, because I was in uh, and she got sick a little bit. And I said, well, Lord, I'm going to go to a party because my friend invited me to this good barbecue I'm not going to say I'm going to drink one beer. That's a lie. That's a lie. You don't just be telling that story because I know I'm going to have two, three beers, but I'm not going to have five or six. I'm not going to do five or six no more. So I kept it to three that night because I was a little nervous because, you know, but I wasn't going to tell God that story like some people do. 
Well, you know, Lord, if you give me this, I'm going. So you did <laughs> some it. editing. You started that's cutting back on the, right. on the things you knew weren't benefiting you. Yep. Start cutting back on the cookies. Mm-hmm. And then you started yeah. adding. Then when did you start adding the positive self-talk? Right then and there. Right. I started talking. I had to even talk during the, the, the party, you know, eating all that barbecue. It was not good for me to have all that barbecue. You can't eat a slab of ribs and think you're going to be <laughs> looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> you can't look like no Arnold Schwarzenegger you eating a slab of ribs. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. Well, you I know. I tell people, y'all need to stop the resolution. Well, that's another example, a perfect example mm-hmm. of how struggles and challenges and quote unquote bad things happening can actually be a really positive impetus for you to make changes that you need to take inventory and make some changes oh yeah you just gotta own your story like Brene Brown said you just gotta own your own story yeah and that that's just kind of the perfect um, summary for this whole past year you gotta take some inventory and use Mm -hmm. this to move you forward and take control of the positive changes you can do every day is a new reminder of that like okay i gotta get better at my positive changes the weirder the world looks out there the better i have to get in here at the micro level there you go there you go we got to fill that hole during your adversity is when we become the strongest yep. during the adversity that's when you become the strongest i have never learned anything when things are going great. No, in fact, one of my favorite I never learned one that. of my most favorite quotes is adversity reveals genius, prosperity conceals it. In times of prosperity, yeah, like it's all covered up. Oh you know, I like that yeah. one. She did that before me. She know I get all kind of giggly because yeah. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah, so what what new genius is being revealed right now? Because we're seeing a lot of things revealed. There's all kinds of aspects of people being revealed this past year. I never saw get revealed in people I thought I knew well before. Now, that's a good chance for me to take inventory like, whoa, what's under the surface there? Well, good times were just covering up what was just under the surface. And then when the layers got peeled back, we got to see the warriors rise up. And we also got to see a lot of people crumble. And you thought, whoa, that, was, that wasn't so far underneath the surface. But, but the adversity really revealed the true substance of of what a lot of people were made of. And now we can make all better choices. Like, well, that scared me a little bit. I have compassion for that person, but I don't want that my life to become that either. So now's a good time for me to implement a lot of more positive things and do some, mm. do some editing so that I come out a better warrior at the end of this. Mm-hmm. I tell people that's when I got better, man. I used to be better when I was 16, 15, 16. Because I was the weirdo in school because I didn't dress like everybody else. <laughs> and because of the fact I was more focused on trying to make myself better every day. Uh, and that was one thing. And then I moved away from it when I got in the military. You know, I got to partying and having a good time <laughs> and, you know, separate myself with the cookies and the other people that were partying. And that's why you talked about, you know, that thing I always say about surround yourself with the people. That's how you know where you're going to be at. You know, your average of the five people you hang out with. And when you think about that, when you're with the crowd and then you separate yourself from the crowd and the first thing they'll tell you, who do she think she is or who do he think he is? Now, Oprah mm-hmm. said a really good one. She said, well, I, I'm love. Mm-hmm. I tell people, you got to own it. You got to, you, you got to, if you're not doing anything, like my dad said, that means you ain't, you ain't shaking it up. You're not fulfilling your gift or your purpose in life. And when we think about that, well, if you sitting back and going with the crowd, like most people try to fit in. And I tell people, don't fit in. No. Be you. Be you. And usually we when people you. want you to fit in, they want you to go down a level. They want to want you to downgrade your life instead of up level it. That's right. Because a lot of times, 80% of the people actually don't really care. And then the other 20%, they say, they glad as you. <laughs> they glad as you. They like, 
when something's going through your life, most of the time people will say, man, I'm glad that ain't me. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, another thing when people start feeling uncomfortable, if you start making positive changes and you're leaving the crowd behind, they uh, they really don't like that maybe it's shining a light on the fact that they could do better too. It's like, yeah, I'm kind of comfortable here. Misery loves company. You know, I'm hanging out with miserable people. Instead, you could consider that rock bottom. If you're in the miserable parts of life, if you're sitting there at rock bottom, I like the saying that what we really hit isn't the bottom, but the bedrock of our core beliefs. And when you hit the bedrock of your core beliefs, that's where you find out or get reacquainted with, if you've lost touch with it, who you really are and what really matters. Oh, yeah. What really matters, what really counts. And going back to the microcosm, well, what really mattered is the people I love. What really mattered is that I was setting the right example for my kids. Wow. That is powerful. When you set those examples, that's true leadership. Mm-hmm. Leadership is not a title. That's right. It's the and you don't have to be. You know, there's some people like you who work in a military setting and have practice with leadership every day. But it's so easy for parents and especially moms to forget their role and downgrade and downplay it. You're a leader of your children. You're the leader they're looking at. What kind of leader do you want to become? What kind of leaders do you want them to be? What kind of values and qualities do you want them to scale the house? Yeah, they're watching you. You're leading the house. You better get it together. That's why I always tell people, it's kind of like you tell your kids to go read a book or go study and you go watch TV. Yeah. Now, that's the reason why they're upset because they're like, okay, they're in there watching TV. They know it's not congruent. The message isn't congruent. That's right. Yep. You ain't showing the same type of flavor. Your flavor different. Why your your Kool-Aid flavor is all nice and pretty and my kool-aid flavor is all tart yeah and (laughs) no and and my kids you know it's it's great that they reinforce that too they've let me know whenever they see me working on a goal or a dream or accomplishing something just of personal value for myself so that i feel better about myself and like my own life has more meaning when they see me do that instead of just constantly giving to the family or the household or cleaning or sacrificing for them. When they see me accomplish a personal goal, they celebrate with me and they remind me how important that is that, that even though I'm a mom and even though I have a lot of responsibilities to the household and family, I still have a responsibility to myself to try to accomplish something that's personally meaningful for me in life. And so we have a support system set up where they, they recognize that when they see me taking that time to do that thing for me, they celebrate it with me. Now, I want y'all to make sure y'all send Stephanie love and let her know she's valuable. <laughs> a lot of times people forget that they're valuable. That's a fact. That's been one of the hardest things is just remembering you remembering to carve the space for me. Well, I think we all get so caught up in the mm-hmm. chaos of the world. We mm-hmm. forget the importance of carving the, the space for ourselves and our dreams again and the, the things that add meaning to our life and make make us feel alive and like it's worth living. That's right. And it's very difficult, especially, you know, for females to actually carve the space out for themselves uh, a lot of times. Now, guys just go do it, you know, because <laughs> sometimes we're a little selfish. But, you know, but most of the time, if the guys think about it, say, hey, this is her space time. She need to be over there doing her thing. I don't care if she's doing her yoga, whatever. That's going to help them get today's spot in life. Because remember, women sometimes need more sleep. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe in telling everybody to get up early no more. Yeah. Because some people can't handle getting and up early. And one size like doesn't me. fit all, you know. And That's we all right. have systems that work for us best. Just like everybody's not going to have the system. same thing that delights their five senses the same way. Everybody's going to pick different things. But what we do know, we know the things that help us each be our best. So we want to start identifying with and choosing more of what helps us be our best. Because if you don't become your best and give anything less than your best, you're going to sacrifice the gift. And you are the gift. What you came here to give, don't sacrifice that. Yeah, I like it. And I'm going to take this from old Alice in Wonderland. She said, you know what the issue is with the world? 
everyone wants a magical solution mm -hmm. to their problem and everyone refuses to believe in the magic. Mm. Wow. You already got the magic in you. See, I tell people I love little kids' yep. books. Little kids' books actually hit home, like we were talking about earlier before the prelude here, you know, the hokey pokey. We do that with life. We don't put our whole self in. Nope. We just put the one foot in. No, we don't want to commit. I'll just try a, no, I'll just dip a baby a, toe in. Okay. That's why resolutions don't yep, work. Exactly. If you're only dipping a baby toe in, you're only going to get a baby toe's worth of satisfaction and results back. So you reap what yep, you sow. Get what, you yeah, get it. what you give. And that's a good note to end on and wrap it up. You get what you mm -hmm. give. Give yourself the best. You're doing yourself I a like disservice. It. If you give yourself less, don't sacrifice the gift that is you that you came here to give. When we're all lighting up and giving ourselves the best of what we need, we're going to contribute our best to our households and our communities, and we can shift this world. I like it. I like it. Now, for all y'all find y'all beasts, y'all welcome to hit us up on Facebook or whatever. But remember, you're valuable. Mm -hmm. And remember, your value is based on your thoughts, not what other people think. Amen. Thank all you, right. Tyro. Thank you. Thank you, my 